Welcome to Season 3 of Granny Tells Tales. Granny Tells Tales are original ad-free stories told by me, Old Granny. Sometimes I write the stories myself, and sometimes I get a little help from artificial intelligence. This podcast is for my faraway grandchildren, Davy and Callie, because I miss them so much. But you can listen in, too. Welcome to today's tale called The Bully, The Bee, and The Enormous Jelly Sandwich. But before we get to today's tale, let's hear from my granddaughter Callie, who sent me this message about her favorite Granny Tells Tales episode. I like seeing the sugar grotto because I like when she glides down into the snow. Thanks, Callie. I like the story about Sam the Sugar Glider, too. Now, on to today's tale. Some people say a large lady giant dropped the enormous jelly sandwich on Pinion Road as she hopped from mountain to mountain one bright sunny day on the way to a picnic. Other people say it was the Lord God Almighty himself who plopped that big old sandwich on the road to feed the mule deer who struggled to find food during the long Colorado winter. But no matter why that sandwich appeared or who brought it to Pinion Road, it was a strange sight to behold, a big blob of jelly on two gigantic slices of Dave's bread sitting right there in the bright sun. Davy and Callie, who lived down the road a ways, didn't see the jelly sandwich at first because they couldn't see Pinion Road from their house. But one afternoon, they happened to bike down that way with their dad. At first, Davy thought it was a sheet from someone's bed that lay smack dab in the middle of Pinion Road. But Callie said, nope, that's not a sheet. That's a jelly sandwich. Davy and Callie looked at each other in disbelief. A jelly sandwich? On the road? How could that be? They pedaled faster to get a closer look. Their dad followed behind them, shaking his head and wondering what was going on. As they approached the sandwich, they saw that it was indeed a jelly sandwich, and a huge one at that. It was bigger than their house bigger than their school, bigger than anything they had ever seen. The bread was thick and crusty, and the jelly was purple and gooey. It smelled sweet and fruity and made their mouths water. Wow, Davy exclaimed. That's the biggest jelly sandwich ever. Can we eat it? asked Callie. Their dad caught up to them and stopped his bike. He looked at the sandwich with a puzzled expression. I don't think that's a good idea, he said. We don't know where it came from or how long it's been here. It could be spoiled or contaminated. But, Dad, it looks so yummy, Callie protested. And it's just going to waste, Davy added. Their dad sighed. He knew they were curious and hungry, but he also knew they had to be careful. Listen, kids, he said. This is a very strange situation. We don't know who made this sandwich or why they left it here. 
Maybe it was a prank. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it was something else. But whatever it was, we shouldn't interfere with it. We should leave it alone and let nature take its course. What do you mean? Davy asked. Well, maybe the sandwich is here for a reason. Maybe it's meant to feed the animals or the plants or the soil. Maybe it's part of a bigger plan that we don't understand. Maybe it's a miracle or a mystery or a message. But whatever it is, we should respect it and not disturb it. Davy and Callie looked at each other again. They weren't sure what their dad was talking about, but they trusted him. They nodded and agreed to leave the sandwich alone. Callie told her preschool all about the jelly sandwich the next day, and Davy told his fellow first graders all about it, too. Callie's class was all excited about it, and Davy's was, too. Well, except for a little boy named James. James was a first grader in Davy's class, and sometimes James had unacceptable behavior. You're stupid, James whispered to Davy later on in the day, and your sister is too. What a dumb story. Davy was hurt and shocked at James's harsh words. At first, he wanted to angrily reply, No, you're stupid. But then Davy remembered what his teacher had told his class about kids who behave like bullies sometimes. They behave that way because they're jealous or maybe because something happened to them to make them sad, and they don't like to see other people being happy. So they lash out with hurtful words to make themselves feel better. Davy figured maybe James was sad, and that's why he was being mean. So Davy asked him, James, did something happen today to make you sad? Tell me about it. And James did. You see, at recess that day, a fuzzy yellow and black bee had landed on his ear and stung him and made him cry. Some other boys had made fun of him for crying, and he was still sad about that hours later, long after recess had ended. Davy listened to James' story, and he felt sorry for him. He knew how much it hurt to be stung by a bee and how much it hurt to be laughed at by others. He said, James, I'm sorry that happened to you. That must have been a very painful and scary thing. And those boys were wrong to make fun of you. Crying is not a bad thing. It's a way of letting out your feelings. James looked at Davy with surprise. He didn't expect Davy to be so kind and understanding. He felt a little ashamed of what he had said to him earlier. He said, thanks, Davy. You're nice. I'm sorry I called you and your sister stupid. Your story about the jelly sandwich was not dumb. It was actually pretty cool. Davy smiled and said, That's okay, James. I forgive you. Would you like to come to my house and see the huge jelly sandwich? After school, James's mom drove him over to Davy's house, and James, Davy, and Callie all went to see the enormous jelly sandwich lying in the middle of Pinion Road. Thanks for listening to today's tale, as told by me, Granny. Stop by soon for the next story.